Well, good morning and welcome to Belong Church. I'm so glad that you're here with us. And I don't know if maybe you're new to us and maybe someone invited you to come and check check this out. And maybe they sent you a copy of a URL or I don't know how you found us or what brought you here, led you here, or maybe you've been with us for many years, but I'm just so glad that you're here. And and I've had conversations with people about the different things in their lives and always it comes up and says, I am doing this message because I believe God's given me a message to give. And I, I try to get myself out of it and just simply make it so simple that everyone can understand. But I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you that as we've been looking in the past several weeks, that faith will rise up inside of you and that your life is translated from this world that is everyone knows where that is. That's the num- that is the place where the world lives. That's just where everything's going to be robbed and killed and destroyed. And it's not working out very well for you. But in John 10.10, Jesus says, hey, that's where the enemy is. But over here, I've come to give you life to the full. And and I speak about it so often because it's so a pivotal thing in our lives. And that is faith that gets us from this place to this place. And we've been looking at faith for the last several weeks. In fact, we have a playlist of them. If you haven't gone in and seen them all, if maybe this is your first time, you can see in great detail. I meant for it to be one service, and now here we are at many. And it's all about faith. It's all about what does faith mean. It's not this ethereal cloud that you can just say, well, have faith, and that means nothing to me. But the word literally means to be persuaded, to have confidence. And we've been looking at the different times we need to be persuaded and the different times we need to have confidence. And it's when troubles come our way. It's when difficulty is, is coming against us and we don't know what to do. We don't know where to turn and we just know, I, I need to pray. It's why we have 21 days of prayer twice during the year. And here we are in the middle of November. Before you know it, we'll be doing 21 days of prayer and fasting in January. So I want to kind of lead you up and and kind of prepare you for that and, and start be thinking about that. And maybe you've never participated in that, but this is a great time to jump out. And God will show you some amazing things. And, and we will have the steps all there for you to help you. We have a prayer guide that we can send you. Anyway, I digress. This week, we're looking at a scripture that as I was going through a difficulty myself, and I'm praying, and I'm exercising what I'm, I'm preaching. In fact, I, I stopped hiding what I'm going through with, from those that are around me, and I end up starting to tell them my story, to which many of them are like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and all these things, and I'm like, hold on, let me explain to you, this is where my faith is. This is what I'm asking God for, and this is what I'm believing for. It doesn't look like it right now, but this is what I'm trusting God for. And when I tell them like that, they look at me dumbfounded, and and someone even texted me and said, I don't know how you can be that way. It's because I've experienced, like we saw last week, smaller things that I had faith, and I was persuaded that God is real. And he's there to help me. He's there with a hand out to to help me out of my problems and to help me out of my situations and to show me and lead me and guide me. And in Proverbs it says that he's giving a light to my path of where I walk. And I saw that he was good and he was faithful. So then the next one comes up, okay, I'm going to trust you with that. And then the next one, and over the course of as many years as I am old, 
I've gone through many things that now I can say, I can believe in the Lord. I can be convinced and I can be persuaded because he did that then. He'll do this now and he'll do more tomorrow. But we all find ourselves there at one point in our lives. We looked at last week about having a test on our life and and that testing comes in is not to test us. It's to test are we convinced It's to test our faith. Are you persuaded? Or are you going to cave whenever opposition comes and it doesn't happen right away? And we saw the song Waymaker that even when I can't see it, God, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, my emotions are are going another direction. And they can. It's been well said that emotions are like the waves on the ocean, on the beach. They come in and they go out. But even when I can't feel, I can be persuaded. I can be convinced. And I can say, God, I give it to you. I can say, God, I don't understand. I don't see. And I don't uh, all these things. But God, I, I'm going to surrender it to you. See, there's surrenders many times in our lives. And we're talking a lot about that this morning. Surrender obviously starts with the first time is surrendering your life to God. And that simply just means instead of doing my life my way, God, I'm going to give you a shot. I'm going to live my life by your example. I'm going to take some active steps to learn what that is. But then there's also surrender when we've already accepted Christ and we're already walking the path with him and we're already doing this faith walk. And things will come in like I have to surrender this situation. First of all, I can't change it. You can't change it. If there's something you can change, then you certainly should. If there's things I can change, I certainly should as well. But when we get to that place that no one can change it, All I can do is say, I surrender, God, and I give it to you. In fact, the people that I've talked to, I've said, now listen, I'm not perfect. I make more mistakes than everybody. And you hear me often say that I am the first one in line in need of a Savior. I've made so many mistakes in my life. But I want to tell you, there's value in someone who's telling you the words out of their mouth that's showing you when they're going through a struggle and say, now watch. Watch how I'm persuaded. Watch how I'm convinced that God's got this. But it doesn't look like it, Pastor Kevin. Exactly. We saw last week that that's the definition of faith is when you can't see it, you still are convinced. When you don't understand how it's going to work out, you still have hope. And you still give it to God. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, it says, Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles, and they will run and not get tired, and they will walk and not become weary. And as I'm going through my situation, this scripture came up to me. I was actually sleeping and I woke up to the Lord ministering this scripture to me. I want you to think about it. And I honestly had never seen this um, facet of this scripture before. Those who wait. 
Now, I don't know about you, but waiting is not fun. <laughs> waiting is not on my top anything to do. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait in line. I don't want to wait at a railroad crossing. I don't want to wait at a stoplight. I really hate it when there's nobody coming and I'm still waiting here forever at a red light. But I look at that as a negative connotation most of the time. I have to wait. Uh, call somebody on the phone. You, the wait time currently is, and you're like, oh, it's so frustrating. And yet we see here those who wait on the Lord. So what does that mean? That means you're in a situation and you're praying about something and you haven't got the answer yet. What are you going to do? See, because it's real easy to become unpersuaded and to be unconvinced and to slide right back into unbelief. But here we see you need to wait on the Lord. And I want to suggest to you in just a moment that waiting is an action word. See, look at the rest of the scripture. It says, they will mount up with wings on eagles. Waiting is not mounting up. It's saying you will do this in the future. Right now you're waiting. It says they'll run and not get tired. Waiting is not running. They will walk and not become weary. Walking isn't waiting. But can I tell you that when you wait and you just kind of like let everything stop, just like, say, God, I'm waiting on you. Many times it's, it's like a husband and wife getting ready to go to dinner. And, and I'm not going to say one side or the other because it goes both ways. I think it might be more one way than another. But let's say one is ready first. Say, honey, I'm waiting. I would say, honey, I'm, I'm going to be waiting in the car. I'm going to get the car warmed up or cooled up, down. I'm going to be in the car. And I don't get frustrated. I'm not going to get upset. Just waiting. I'm going to be action. I'm going to be intentional. And then when the time to run comes, you'll run and you won't get weary. When the time to walk comes, you're not going to get weary there. When it times to mount up, when it's time to go, when now here's your answer. You're going to just go, wow, man, it's going to go. May I suggest to you waiting is an action word. So I'm waiting at a train crossing. Nothing I can do, right? I mean, I guess I could get really upset and try and drive through it, but how is that going to work out for me? I mean, every year we see the, the people who thought they could beat the train when it's coming, and it doesn't turn out so well for them. We need to be good at waiting. And it's not the easiest thing to do. I already mentioned prayer. And sometimes we wait and it's a season of prayer. I can't tell you how much I've prayed in the last many days, many weeks. Quite honestly, some of the prayers are the exact same thing I prayed yesterday. Maybe I prayed them multiple times during the day. God does not get tired of us coming back and asking him. 
He likes that. Action in the waiting is me praying again, God, I know I gave it to you. I'm giving it to you again. And I'm asking you and, and have a faith confession of what you're doing. Many years ago, I was attending Benny Hinn's church in Orlando when he still was in Orlando at Orlando Christian Center. And I was, I was listening to him and, and he talked about a prayer time and, and having this deep, long thing. And it's a challenge to do. And so I went back and said, all right, I'm going to pray for an hour. And I've prayed for an hour many times before that. We, we traveled on the road and we had the hour of power before the service that we would pray for an hour before every service. Uh, praying an hour was not the issue. But this was more about being intentional. And you know what I found? I found that when I'm by myself trying to pray for an hour, that I think, okay, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, I can't pray anything more. I'm all prayed out, and that had to be like an hour and a half. I'm sure I'm over. To look at my watch and go, it's been three minutes. Ugh. And then I, I pray some more, pray some more, pray some more, find some more, read my Bible and pray some more. It's like, okay, that's God. I, I've got to be over time. I'm going to miss my next appointment. It's been six minutes. If you've ever done this, you're going to relate to exactly what I'm saying. I find myself looking at the clock every minute. Now, technically, that is waiting. But that's frustrating. But you see, I found it so much better for me when I decided that I was going to trust an alarm clock, <laughs> even then the first couple of times, like, I must not have set that alarm. I, I must have, I must set a.m. instead of p.m. And, and, and I'd say, but what I would do is I would turn it upside down. I would set it and I would turn it on its face so I can't see it. Because my human nature is to look every time. Like, what's going on? What is it? What is it? I'd take my watch off and I would get in a posture and I'm like, okay, God, now I'm just going to trust the alarm clock. I'm going to just now center in. But you see, there's so much that goes through our minds. There's so much confusion that comes flying through here that just wants to change our perspective. It wants to change us from being persuaded. It wants to change us from being convinced. It wants to say, look, it's not working. You prayed here forever, and, it's, it, it, uh, and we get into this whole thing. But waiting on the Lord is an action. We've already been talking about the last several weeks. To turn your focus on Him. I will lift up my eyes to the hills, the psalmist says, where my help comes from. Action, waiting, worship music. Worshiping him, coming to his feet and saying, God, I just worship you. Can I say it like this? I don't worship you because you gave me what I want. I don't worship you because it's all turned out and I can see the full end result. I worship you because of who you are. And I also worship you in anticipation of the answer. I'm waiting. Those who wait upon the Lord will then have the ability to mount up on their wings like eagles. They'll be able to run and not get weary. They'll be able to walk and not faint. See, it's about the waiting. Turning your focus on God. Worshiping Him and saying, God, I remember all the things you've done for me. 
the Bible even says to put him in remembrance. God, I remember when you did this, when you did this, when you did this. God, you're so good to me. I worship you. Action and waiting is searching for scriptures to something I'm going to stand on because it helps me be focused. God, your word says, say it out loud. Action is saying it out loud. What does God's word say? What am I speaking into existence? You remember, God created the heavens and the earth by speaking, let it be, and it was. Then he gave us that same power. Waiting is an action. See, when we worship in the middle of the storm, when it makes no sense at all, and everybody look at you and go, you're crazy for worshiping God right now. We saw several weeks ago that Job's family says, just curse God and die. Get this over with. When you worship, even in the middle of the storm, it activates your faith. Can I say it like this? I'm praying, God, I'm asking you for this situation keeping my focus on you. I keep giving it to you. I'm surrendering it to you. Just like I mentioned that song. God, even when I don't see it, you're working. God, even when I don't feel it, you're still working. You never stop. You never stop. And my singing, that worship, it's activating my faith. And I'm telling you from walking through myself these past several days, several weeks, that when my, my spirit starts to go down and when my perspective starts to slide down and starts to be like, I don't think this is going to work out, that I can sit there and turn a worship song on and all of a sudden I start going back up. It activates my faith. In Psalm chapter 46, verse 10, it says this, be still and know that I'm God. Can I tell you? I can. Take a deep breath. Release it. And just listen. Maybe let's just get a jump on it. Go ahead and close your eyes. Take another deep breath. Blow it out. Waiting on the Lord. It says, be still and know. I am God. See, because when you're busy, it's easy to say other things take a priority. When I'm waiting on the Lord, God, I'm going to be still and know that you're God. The rest of that scripture says, then I will be exalted among the nations. Then I will be exalted in the earth. And can I put that into what my situation is right now? And, and I'm telling everybody, including you, to watch me and see. When I'm still and I worship God and say, God, I know that you're God, even in the midst of this difficulty that I'm walking through. He goes, yay. 
I'm exalted now because all the people that are looking at you are saying, that's not a natural response. You just exalted me among the nations. When you're sitting there going, God, I'm going to worship you. I'm going to sing a worship song even when it feels like my whole world is cracking and falling apart. Now I want you to think about an earthquake when, when everything is rolling and the ground's rolling and the house is rolling and things are shaking down and falling down, crashing down. Everything. In the midst of that, saying, God, I'm going to be still and know that you are God. He goes, I got exalted over that because people saw that and I activated their faith too. With your eyes still closed, please bow your heads. We saw last week that we're going to face difficulties. And if I'm honest, that's not even the kind of thing I want to say out loud with my mouth. <laughs> but it's the truth. Another place in the New Testament, Jesus is saying that the, the storm came upon the person who built their house the right way. And the storm came upon the person who built it on the sand and it had no foundation. The storm is not evidence of something going right or wrong. It's evidence of a storm. And that's it. What do you do in the storm? They wait upon the Lord. Be still and know that I am God. So, where do you find yourself today? Are you in a storm? Are you facing things that you don't know what to do and, and maybe you're tired? We saw in the beginning that says you won't be weary and you won't faint and, and, and you'll have these things happen. Do you feel weary? Do you feel faint? Maybe it's because you're not waiting. Maybe, not trying to be rude or harsh, maybe you're not being still and reflecting and knowing that He is God. But all this may be new to you. It may be some things you can relate to, but... You're like, why, how, why would I sing a worship song? What's a worship song? And you may be asking all these questions. And maybe the first step for you, followed by the ones we just saw, how you wait on a God that you don't know. How do you have a, a, a being still and knowing him when you haven't met him? So today I want to offer you the opportunity to, if it's, you've never taken that step, I want to invite you to take the step. Today is the day. Today's the best day, my wife likes to say. Invite him in. Doesn't mean everything changes in your life. Doesn't mean you got to, eh, eh, It just simply means I'm taking this step towards you, God. Then you have someone to be still and know that he's God. Then you have the opportunity to wait and not get weary. You have the opportunity to wait and not get tired. You have someone to refresh you in the waiting and in the being still. If that's you today, I want to invite you to say this prayer after me. It's simply just repeating these words after me and meaning it from your heart. 
Say, God in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus. Right now, I surrender my life to you. I choose to give up doing my life my way. I ask you to forgive me and I receive you. And I receive your new life. Today, I choose to place my trust in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time or maybe you've prayed it before, I encourage you to take the next step and that is to get connected. And it doesn't mean you got to give money. It doesn't mean you got to do all these things. It's just simply a way for us to communicate with you your next steps if you'd like to take them. We want to help you on this journey. So if you would, just take a moment and pull out your phone and text the word CONNECT to this number, 469-289-1114. And it'll ask you a few questions. You just reply back to it, and we'll get in touch with you and let you know what your next steps can be if you would like to take them. Let's close in prayer. Father, I'm so challenged, even walking through the midst of my own struggles. I love that you minister to me personally, privately, and gave me the, pro- the opportunity and the privilege to minister this publicly, to wait on you, to be still and know, Lord, not to get messed up with busyness, with being frustrated, by, by letting our gaze be on what may look like facts, but that we will have faith, be persuaded, and be convinced you are God. And Lord, we can keep our face firmly directed at you. Lord, I thank you that waiting is an action. And I can worship you in the midst of my storm and place my trust solely in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Watch to the end now. It's right here coming up for ways that you can connect. Find us on social media and ways you can give.